you are. All right, man. Yeah, it's the fucking it's the new adapter. God damn it, Amazon. Fuck you. Oh, uh, did you order an adapter off of Amazon? Is that what's going on here? Uh, that's exactly what happened. And uh, yeah, well, you gotta go. I f- my lesson. <laughs> you gotta pay the extra dough for the good material. It's like four times as much. Fuck you, Apple. But yeah, you gotta pay it. Are you you're trying to get the uh, little adapter from Lightning connection to the headphone? Why don't you have a headphone jack? They That's did- like the one. It's <laughs> the one thing, dude. I don't understand. Apple, do I mean all the dumb shit you've done? Why get rid of that fucking hole? They did that on purpose. Come on, what a fucking scam that is, man. Oh, God. Got us by Such the balls. A scam. <laughs> I can't wait till they get what's coming to them. And what is coming to them? Well, eventually. <clears throat> They'll crash and burn. <laughs> like all major companies. Kind of seems like what's going on right now, right? Everyone's laying off uh, tens of thousands of people. Apple kind of sucks, though. I-, I was thinking they haven't really come out with anything. You remember when, like, um, when the iPod came out? You know, that was and like the iPad and then the iPad. But I speci- I remember that touchscreen iPod, man. That was fucking crazy. Amazing. Literally. That was the first touchscreen that didn't deal with like pressure. You know, it was like, it's crazy. When I got my first touch iPod, like music portable player and I was using it, I- that was when I was like, we're here, man. We're in the future. <laughs> Finally, something you assholes promised me. <laughs> exactly, dude. You know what I mean? We got better than Star Trek here. No mini disc. I don't even need a disc. <laughs> dude. I just like, I distinctly remember that feeling of holding that touchscreen iPod player, and I was like, this is it, man. We're, nothing is stopping us now. And then we never went and any that, forward. No, no, that and, was that, and that was like three years after he completely blew your mind with something you've never seen before, which was the iPad. Or iPod. Yes. Yeah, right? Just, it was, just like, the, it was just, like every four or five years, it was mind-blowing. Exactly, dude. Like, it would be like, what, what's Apple going to come out with next? These guys are magicians, man. Like, where, where did they create oh, this Oh, the stuff? guy died? <sighs> <laughs> No, that's what happened, man. Tim Pool or Tim Cook. One of the Tims. They ended up getting like a pool, a cook, and then a Tim Apple, I think, is now there. Tim. <laughs> yeah. Cycle through the Tims. The Tim that's skinny and gray, not short and fat. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> he's like, he's not a creator. He's just a manager. That's what he's done with the company is he's learned how to, he's just, he's milked the ideas of that dead guy for every penny. They slightly make it, you know what I mean? They just improve on what he did. But Bill Gates, not Bill Gates. What was the other guy? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. He was, uh, I guess he was really just, you know, that's why people always said he was an asshole, man. Because people that are like genius creators, you know, they're just. They're kind of dicks. Yeah, just like Kanye West, man. They're no different, him and App, uh, Steve Jobs. But Steve Jobs was a visionary. Probably similar views on Hitler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but I'm assuming. <laughs> you just There's no vision anymore in the electronics, I feel like. Everyone's just like, well, now we're just going to go into the metaverse. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, we hit it. Uh. We have the... I was reading about Bing, the search engine for um, 
Microsoft, they are initializing their version of chat GPT for their search engine. And uh, a certain group of participants are able to trial run it, but they actually think it'll be kind of, it'll go live fairly soon. And um, that they're uh, competing with Google. I think Bing is like rated third in search engines or something like that. And so Google announced today also that they're going to start introducing this new AI technology to their search. Hmm. Color, color me not impressed. Exactly. Don't care. Yeah. You know what we're not doing? That, that's what you guys <laughs> have been working on? We got no hover cars. We have no freaking hologram <laughs> telephone calls, dude. I want. I don't even <laughs> need the car, man. I just want the hoverboard. The hoverboard, man. Come and on. And not the fucking gay thing with the two wheels. <laughs> no, the real hoverboard where you're floating the off the ground, man. We all know what we're talking about here. Hoverboards so. don't work on water. <laughs> Unless you got the juice. You got to have power, Mike. It's all about power. Uh, <laughs> but I tell you what we do have these days, Mike. We got balloons, spy balloons flying all over the sky, and they're causing havoc, and that's all dude, anyone talked about. That's all we talked the f- about the other day, dude. Dude, no, 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 this is insane. This is insane. <laughs> the Biden administration got a bunch of people to just lie about there being balloons in the Trump administration. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on, dude? This is a clown show. A literal clown show. It's a circus. We got the balloons and everything. And I love that this whole debacle took over the news cycle. It was probably to distract the idiots for five seconds before Biden's ridiculous State of the Union that's going on tonight. But uh, I love the balloon saga. I'll you know the drama behind the takedown of the balloon and now the defense of all the moves made or maybe nev- the moves that weren't made. And then uh, now they're claiming, oh, balloons happen all the time. Even Trump had balloons, man. We're, just, we're all getting balloons. It's just balloons all day, every day. You remember day. the Trump China balloons, the TCB? <laughs> well, we're going to discuss uh, my favorite TC, and that's your favorite TC, Mike. That's right. We're talking the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he's been making the rounds. Ted Cruz, baby. Ted Cruz. Uh, so this balloon traversed uh, 11 states, um, but the Pentagon says they were able to m- mitigate some of its uh, impact. Do you think there is a upside to the fact that this was captured this time? He's about to pull a classic Ted Cruz right here. It's my favorite move of his. Mike, I know you're going to admire this one. Well, listen, I, I want to start by doing something that I don't do very often, uh, which is commending Joe Biden for actually having the guts to shoot this down. That was the right thing to do. That is absolutely what the president should have done. Unfortunately, he didn't do that until a week after it entered U.S. airspace. He allowed a full week for the Chinese to conduct spying operations over the United States over sensitive military installations, exposing not just photographs, but the potential of intercepted communications. And and more broadly, I I think this entire episode uh, telegraphed weakness to Xi and the Chinese government. And and it's Xi. I thought it was Xi. Have I been saying it wrong this entire run of the podcast? Frank, clearly you've never been to Texas. (laughs) That's right. Your name is however we say it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
<laughs> and of course, he'll go with the derogatory female sounding she. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> and bless your heart for thinking I give a damn. <laughs> oh, Mike, that was you nailed that one, dude. Hell yeah! All right, God, I want. I'm I'm gonna retire in Texas. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to go there, man. It's the place to be. I'm telling you. That's why Joe Rogan went there. I'm gonna buy like a million acre ranch. Just. <laughs> My whole life will revolve around fencing it off. Yeah, to keep the migrants out. All the migrants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. You got to fight off the migrants. Full-time job, dude. You got to get it done before the next Democrat takes over. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz, he's the best. A great way to get rid of the migrants really would just be... Uh, to like put up a fake second border that says Mexico and make them confused like they turned around and so they turn back around and they're like oh man we went the wrong way we're back at the Mexico border we, we... <laughs> that's the problem Arizona Texas just change your road sign <laughs> yeah. you know it's... like those things on the corner with the arrows like Phoenix this way right miles. you just turn the sign yeah, around yeah <laughs> it's called the wild e coyote everyone knows this trick man it's classic no, actually, I heard the greatest thing in the world, and uh, it's it's the one hundred percent. It's one hundred percent the truth. Um, there's a way we could end the border crisis. We don't need to build a wall. We could actually probably reduce our border patrol after it's done. We would save hundreds of billions of dollars, probably trillions of dollars. Oh yeah, and uh, we we just need to end the welfare state. Yes. You end the welfare state. You lit- what you need to do is end the incentives for these people to come over. And what is the why are they coming here? <laughs> you know. Well, they're coming here for the free money. Free money. Well, we're told uh, they're free health care. They're here for the jobs, right? That's what I thought. That's what I was raised on. Yeah. You come and I get think work. That's what they used to come here for. I also I know, believe. A lot of people are fleeing some sort of scenario where crime has taken over the political regimes in their country, you know, and they're dealing with mafia, gang warfare kind of stuff, or, you know, militaristic takeover of places, and they need to flee. Maybe? I don't know. Some of them. Some of them. Not all of them. I realize that. But ending yeah. the welfare state, what are we talking about here? We, we're getting rid of what? Medicaid? Uh, Social Security? Nah, I would keep... <sighs> Man, well, yeah, I don't want to... See, I think it gets tricky. Let's go back to Ted Cruz. I don't want to really give my opinion on this one. <laughs> Let's take it back to the other racist bigot. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, I would really get... I, I think you could just... Cut. First of all, I don't think you should qualify for anything unless, you have a, unless you're working 40 hours. You want food stamps? You better be working 40 out. Interesting take. Yeah, you're saying you should work to get freebies. <laughs> Anything. Because the whole idea of it is, you know, Adam, uh, uh, Adam Sandler? No. Maybe. Adam Carolla That's talks it. about it all the time. The, uh, the single mother who's struggling because she works a full-time job. She works two full-time jobs, minimum wage, you know? Oh, yeah. You want to end that? Fine. I agree with you. Single mother. That's... Right, so we should let let subsidize her. Fine, but and prove you're working forty hours. You got to work forty hours a week, and then we'll help you the rest. 
I dig it. I'm down with the show you're working and we'll help you out because you're clearly doing something. It's just not enough to get by right now. And that's probably the truth for a lot of people. I read a statistic earlier today. 61% of America are living paycheck to paycheck. 64%, I believe. Yeah, but that's because fucking Americans are stupid. That's the biggest problem. They don't know how to handle their money. We literally make fun of Europe for living in small houses and apartments. In the meantime, we're living paycheck to paycheck, making a six-figure salary. Yeah, and we're driving, you know, the brand-new car with the specialized plates. We're all rocking the brand-new issue <laughs> iPhone that costs $1,000. And, yeah, man, you know. <laughs> this guy the other broke. day was just fucking, he was calling me an idiot because I didn't understand. I didn't understand how he was a winner because he traded in, a, he bought the car for 32000 oh, right? Yeah. Like nine months ago, eight months ago. Bought it for 32000 Traded it in. They gave him 34000 Frank, for a traded. Wow. All right. Right? Yeah. Which is like, dude, so he's, he's, he's up two Gs, right? Beautiful. He had the car for nine months, Frank, and he's up two Gs. And he traded it for a $55,000 truck. Wow. So he walked, out, he walked out of there. <laughs> he, he won $2,000, but he walked out of there with a $20,000 loan. Wow. So, well, good he won $2,000, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, you don't understand. I was the idiot, though, because I didn't understand how he won $2,000. I'm like, dude, you, you're paying $400 a month. How did you win $2,000? Like, I'm sure it's the same kind of jackass who decided to line up for the vaccine because de Blasio promised him a free cheeseburger. Oh, man. He won the cheeseburger. <laughs> Definitely going to get that experimental gene therapy now, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> same idiots. I assure you. <laughs> I hope that cheeseburger came with a slab to the face. <laughs> Well, uh, let's do some more uh, face slapping here. We'll get back to Ted Cruz. I love the way he takes down uh, the whole balloon scenario. He really nails it here. Uh, And and Mike, uh, I just felt good about myself and our production crew here. They went out of their way and found you a Ted Cruz clip. Uh, I like it. I like listening to Ted Cruz. See, he's he's hard to listen to. That's why he'll never be president. For some reason, he's kind of hard to listen to. But he's got a, he always has a good point. I like the point he makes, right? He's He's a very smart man. Very smart man. And Ted Cruz is going to explain why Joe Biden shooting down the balloon while a good idea. Seven days late. A little too, too little too late there. Entire episode uh, telegraphed weakness to Xi and the Chinese government. And and to illustrate why, I, I would just ask one, one hypothetical question. Imagine how this would have played out if nobody had taken any pictures of the balloon, if nobody in Montana had looked mm-hmm. up and no- noticed this giant balloon, if it wasn't in the news, we know yeah. that when the Biden administration knew about the balloon, they said nothing, they did nothing, they didn't shoot it down. And at the end of the day, I think the only reason they shot it down is because it made it into the news well, and they felt forced to as a matter of politics rather than national security. That's a well, bad message for the Chinese government to hear. Yeah, get him, Ted. Yeah. Hell yeah, Go man. Get him, Ted. <laughs> He's unleashed. No one can stop Ted Cruz right now. He's on fire, baby. <laughs> it, he he does bring up a good point. Like it is weird that you guys didn't do anything. 
Pretty strange. And they pretty, I think they knew for sure this thing was tracking our nuclear silos. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it went over a bunch of them. Yeah, it did a very specific little arc there. And you could argue it has to do with the wind flow patterns and all that, the jet stream nonsense. But I got to say, it's a little suspicious this stuff flew right over our nuclear silos for a long time it took its sweet ass time it's a balloon it just floated over our institutions they they didn't shoot it down till it made it to south carolina (laughs) like tell me you're working for the chinese without telling me telling me you're working for the chinese joe biden (laughs) where's hunter has anyone seen hunter in the last 24 48 hours it took the balloon seven days you have a f-22 that I think you could go around the world like 40 times in seven days. <laughs> Don't we have fucking space lasers that can shoot this crap out of the air? Hypersonic missiles. I mean. <laughs> and we talked about it last episode. We could have even just floated Lizzo up there. She could have just grabbed a hold of it and just floated away. Are we sure this wasn't Lizzo's new outfit? Actually, judging from the Grammys, I think it was Harry Styles' new outfit. Did you see this fucking guy? He's unbelievable. <laughs> Maybe Lizzo's outfit's demand for so much fabric. China found it was cheaper to just float it over the, <laughs> over the ocean. Yeah, it just... Uh, instead it was... <laughs> of sailing it. You know, we'll just turn your, your shirt into a giant balloon and sail it. It's so big that we can actually send parts for school buses. <laughs> Oh, Oh, dude, did you see the Grammys, my man? Obviously, nobody saw the Grammys. What do you mean? I never have control over my own television. Obviously, I watch the Grammys. Emma loves that shit. Are you kidding me? Any award show, we're we're locked in, baby. Why? I used to hate it. Who cares? I used to hate it, but now... I got the podcast to talk shit about it on. It's so great, dude. It's fucking, it's worth it. I saw the highlights. I saw Harry Styles. That is bad. What's going on with that guy? He's an interesting fella. I'm going to say I will officially admit debunked Harry Styles theory of being bald. I don't think he is. I think that's his real hair. Um, So I'll take that one down off the board. Still surviving flat moon theory. No one will ever take that one away. Um, hard to hard to disprove. <laughs> almost impossible. <And> so, <laughs> dude, the show. I have to say, man, they did a fifteen minute tribute to hip hop. All right. Oh, seems seems a little excessive. Fifteen minutes. Okay, yeah. It was the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop. And so they did a fifteen minute thing there. Beyond What do they consider the birthday of hip hop? I didn't really stress it too much, but I'm gonna, we'll say somewhere in the 70s. And then, I feel like that would be more of like an evolution, really hard to pinpoint one day. I agree. No? I would say it was the day the first beat was sampled. years so they're saying it started started in the 70s they're going with 50 i gave it to them they so, uh they did a whole thing dude ll cool j was there 
uh, Dr. Dre. It was awesome. They did a, then an honorary thing for Dr. Dre and named a new award after Dr. Dre. That was another 10-minute thing. And then they did um, a massive tribute to Beyonce, and she won the her 32nd award at a uh, Grammy award, which is the record breaker. She's, she owns the record for most Grammys. And then I read this article this morning in NPR and how Harry Styles winning best album of the year. Just was kind of a snub. Wow. And I'm not going to go more. We're not going to go into detail as to why they're upset. Harry Styles won album of the year on, <laughs> On a night and on a month that we're clearly celebrating a certain culture, uh, all of a sudden the final big oh, award yeah, of the night. Because Black History Month. Harry Styles walks up there and wins album of the year, and internet meltdown ensues, dude. Because Beyonce gets snubbed again, and they <laughs> they oh, just she's the queen bee. They just feel like you know the the Academy or whatever didn't do enough <laughs> for. For the BIPOC community and the minority groups. For black women. <laughs> For everyone. You know, everyone just, it was such a slap in the face. It was a Will Smith to everybody because uh, Harry Styles won one fucking award in this whole thing. <laughs> you guys spent literally 45 minutes congratulating every black entertainer I've ever heard of in my life. No, total snub. What a waste of a night. Unbelievable. You know... It's just so typical of these white supremacist institutions, dude. <laughs> they closed out the show, dude. They ended the show. Oh, by the way, hosted by Trevor Noah, right? And they, I saw that. Yeah, they end the show with a 10-minute, like, ensemble production with uh, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and uh, your favorite dude, DJ Khaled. It was like <laughs> over the top, dude. It was the like, what did DJ Khaled do? Why he, was he there? He was there. Another one, DJ did he Khaled. Really say that? Yeah, he definitely did. And then, <laughs> of course, he oh, did. Yeah, dude. I I'm not kidding. I watched it. I thought number one, very entertaining. Number two, someone who really loves music, and I listen to a lot of Mike knows uh, annoyingly to a lot of people. I listen to a lot of jazz music. I believe firmly black culture is entrenched in my, in American music and music culture. Like, I, I would never say otherwise. But holy crap, how could you say it was a snub or it was a bust of an evening because Harry Styles won best album? <laughs> when you guys literally, I was watching this thing, dude, it was like watching BET Awards. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. It was a love fest for black culture, as should, dude. Music, you guys own it. Good for you. That's great. But holy crap, to be yeah, pissed. We stole off. it all from them. Everything we got. I got. I guess, dude, to be pissed that Harry Styles wins one of the awards. Literally, Beyonce is the ultimate award winner. She literally holds the record now. Nobody's even close. She's like, they'll talk about it for uh, how long is America going to be around now? Three more years. They'll talk about it for three more years. How she <laughs> she yeah, holds most. the record, dude. So unreal. I, I was so, uh, I kind of had a good time reading the article. I'm not going to lie. Because they were hating on Harry Styles. And uh, <laughs> at the same time, very upset that they won all these awards. Lizzo was a huge hit. Like, it was just, it was such a celebration of, of that culture yet you know mike you just can't get enough or give enough right never never give an inch frank it's as if there just isn't enough and what if beyonce had won the award they would have probably found some other ridiculous thing of course to complain about. they would have been dude of 
You know what I'm saying? Of course. So I, I enjoyed that little tidbit. And then, of course, on top of all of this, Mike, Beyonce is going back on tour, baby. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much to the Grammys. The day after Beyonce's historic night, tickets for her upcoming world tour now on sale. Yeah. Queen B, the biggest music icon to put tickets. This is the song that won. I don't know. I've never heard any of her modern music. I just wow. remember uh, yeah. Bills, Bills, Bills. That's all I got in my head, man. Classic. I can't think of a single Beyonce song. Yeah, everything you own in uh, box to the left, to the left. Oh yeah, yeah. this song sucks. <laughs> Platforms meltdown over Taylor Swift tickets in Beyonce. The wait list. The wait list. Today's sales only for a lucky few, though. I just got Beyonce tickets. Official Beyonce fan club members who pre-registered and made it through a lottery-style process for an access code to try to buy tickets. You know, like being a fan club, get an access code, go into a raffle just to get like. The chance to get tickets for this thing, which you're probably gonna pe- spend like a thousand dollars per ticket, dude. Yeah, how much are these tickets? <laughs> so who knows? This is absolutely insane, dude. This year, the insanity behind buying tickets for shows. I I've never thought this would ever get to this point. It's crazy. Yeah, people Super have fan too Nikki much Patel money. Super Patel was prepped. Too much but time with demand, and money. More than eight hundred percent. It's almost like the government handed out five trillion dollars. That they don't know where it went. <laughs> they don't know where it went. <laughs> where did that, where'd that money go? Ability, according to Ticketmaster, Beyonce last night tickets. she was waitlisted. Will you be watching to Taylor see if you Swift. get off the waitlist today? Taylor Swift, dude. Absolutely. Is hope still alive? Hope is still alive. Hope. Elisa Longoria hope was alive. able to buy two tickets to a show in New Jersey. I was preparing for the worst, and the whole process. Preparing for the worst. You took need like hope. ten minutes. Ticketmaster is staggering sales for Beyonce's Renaissance tour based on location, hoping to avoid another debacle. I will sell just about anything to go to this concert. Today, the company says its systems are working. And they're moving thousands off the wait list for multiple venues. Fans still hoping to see a star they deem irreplaceable. Yeah. So, Mike, I was listening to this clip while, you know, and I was reading some articles on the Ticketmaster stuff. And all these fans are all freaking out. They're concerned. And then I clicked over to the next article and I was like, oh, wow. 7,000 dead in a massive earthquake in Syria and Turkey. <laughs> you fucking losers. This is what you're worried about? Like, Did you see, you see like... Lizzo's outfit? <laughs> like, did it was you, groundbreaking. Did you hear right? some of those people? Like, oh my God, I don't know if I can live with myself. Like, oh, this, <laughs> I don't... This is horrifying. Oh, I don't... What's going on here? Like, literally, <laughs> we... What is it? Uh, seven nine elevens just occurred in one moment, <laughs> you know, in one place. Did you hear the 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 one thing nobody caught in the middle of all of this earthquake and everything? No. Do you know who sent aid? I do not. Ukraine. Uh, where'd they get that money? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> I've been well informed that you need billions of dollars. <laughs> well, Where wow. did you find the money to send aid to the earthquake? That's fucking weird, man. Where did you where did you get that money? This earthquake is kind of bizarre. Turkey, I believe, uh, was anti-NATO it's... joining, <clears throat> and so they seems like this is a little bit of a retribution. Also, uh, there was a guy online. Retribution. 
that's right. from God? A harp. You know, you turn on the harp machine, <laughs> charge up a little uh, ionosphere, and shoot down a little action into the, uh, uh, the fault uh, line. That's all it is, how the ionosphere... Mike, I, didn't you just hear what I said? I used like three big words and sounded super smart. It makes sense in a conspiracy <laughs> theory world. Of course. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter. Um, he's pretty well known, I guess, in social media for predicting earthquakes. And he predicted this three days in advance and said wow. it's pretty wild stuff. His uh, tweet is something along the lines of, there's going to be a massive uh, near 8.0 earthquake right here, and it points to exactly where this earthquake happened. He's no like, way. and he said in three to five days, and it happened in three days. And so that prompted, I believe, NPR and AP and all these other news sites to put out all these uh, op-eds about how, like, no, guys, it's impossible to predict earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy- the Chinese did it. Thousands of years ago. Yeah, the dude, apparently, he uses um, solar stuff, you know what I mean? Coordinates and things with the sun. And, Probably uh, the magnet. The magnetic, yeah, uh, yeah, no, it has a lot to do with that and, like, um, I guess, relationship to other planetary bodies and all this stuff. So, the, you know, there's a astrological science behind it. Did you hear so, about the, uh, crazy. the poles switching? It's been supposedly supposed to happen. For a long time now, and or it's currently yeah, we're way over. We're way overdue, and a lot of people now think we're in the midst of it. That would make a lot of sense, considering there were reports that the core of Earth had stopped spinning. Yeah, how crazy would that be if Earth stopped spinning? It would be quite the cataclysm, right? <laughs> oh, you'd be everybody on Earth would die because you're you're we're moving like thousands of miles per hour. We would fly off the earth, right? No, you just, like, everything on earth would just shift <laughs> so fast that everything would just be squashed together, you know? It's frightening. So is that what would happen with a pole reversal? The earth would stop spinning? That's what some people think, but I don't think so, because there's no evidence. There's no that. evidence the earth has ever stopped spinning, but there is evidence of pole reversals. Yes. So I, I think more than anything, what does it do? It just creates a lot of cataclysms, volcanic eruptions, earthquakes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, because for sure the poles are moving and they have been. You could trace, you could track it, you know, every year it moves. Absolutely. That's why there's magnetic and true north, you know? That's right. So that is interesting. It would explain a lot of the bizarre climate going on. The fact that right now America's uh, just in the grasp of an Arctic wave, <laughs> contrary to all the uh, hoopla over heat waves and all that. Um, maybe that's what's going on. I I feel like there's something funky happening. I mean, when I saw the news about the core stopping its spin, and for them to maybe be speculating that that's happened, that raised a few alarm bells in my mind, and I was surprised it wasn't you know bigger news or people weren't really talking about it or cared. Yeah, it's just like the earthquake. Nobody cares. This earthquake, and if there are more to come, we start to enter some biblical territory here. I mean, we're talking like Matthew stuff where, you know, earthquakes and <clears throat> famines and... You know, the Antichrist coming out and could be there, man. I bet. 
I'll uh, uh I'll wait for the locust to show up before I start. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I gotta start say the praying. you kind of froze me a little on the earth not spinning and what would happen. My imagination went uh pretty wild and I really... everything would just everything would keep moving. It'd be like in a car when you slam on the brakes and everything hits the windshield. Right. And that would literally be everything on Earth would move until you hit a windshield, and which would be like a mountain. But right. even the mountains would shift, well, like any loose thinking. rock. So wouldn't even the plates shift as well? Guaranteed, yeah. There would so be just... It would, it would it, be a massive everything. collision. So you want to be on the high ground for this one, folks. I'm gonna... <laughs> it, might, it might be fun. Yeah, if you're high enough, it might be fun. Put on a wingsuit. Yeah, get yourself one of those kick-ass squirrel suits, drink some Red Bull, and ride the wave. <laughs> I think that's the best advice I can give to anyone. <laughs> well, the trick is you want to be, like, standing on the North Pole and then just jump up. Really? And watch, and watch the Earth spin around, you know, like, right? Because, uh, like, on the equator, you're spinning the fastest. Like right. a basketball. Okay. If you spin a basketball, that's the right. point of your finger is, like, barely moving. That's crazy stuff. I also, I thought, like, uh, in that scenario, like, does gravity stop happening there? Don't we all fly off the Earth, too? No, because gravity is a totally different wave. It doesn't have to, it, go, it doesn't, it's re- regardless of particles, anything like that. It doesn't matter friction. You know, like, gravity is, a, is like a magnetic, almost like a magnetic pool. It's, it has to do with just mass. So... You remember physics? You did the gravity formula? Mike, of course I don't remember physics. See what I do for a living? (laughs) (laughs) If you you ever do the gravity formula, literally the only things that matter are the masses of the two objects, in this scenario, you and the Earth, and the distance between you. All right. So there's really no other, nothing else really matters. In reference to gravity. Wow. Now, the wind and everything, though, would be pooling you. That's a good question. That's a fascinating thought uh, exercise. I don't think it would. I just don't think it would have enough. (laughs) I don't think the wind would have enough velocity to get you off. Like. So we're going to nix the squirrel suit idea for survival. How would this scenario look if you're like in the space station, man? Hilarious. Oh, hilarious or fucking frightening, dude. This is what happens I, I in think the... You would, I think you would just watch like a cloud of take over the whole Earth. The whole Earth, just be yeah, this man. black cloud that you can't see through. Lose communications. Eventually, you float back down, and you're in a Mark Wahlberg enters Planet of the Apes scenario. I can only imagine. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't even know what you would come down to, to be honest with you. I like s- I said, I think I think you'd have to go like closest to the poles would be the best bet. You'd probably get a lot of sea life surviving this action. I could see the squids and the um. What are no, they, because uh, the water's not stable; whales. it's moving. Good call. Wow. So we would all just be, like uh, water. Think about every just the moon itself affects the tides. Wow. So if the Earth stopped, those water that water is going to hit the top of Everest. It's going to fucking crash so hard. 
This scenario is so fucking sudden and frightening. I've never considered it before. I've considered the comet, (laughs) the sun exploding, you know what I mean? The supernova. (laughs) All of these other scenarios have like, you you could get like a moment to think about what's going on. The earth stopping its spin like a fucking emergency break hitting it and we all just hit the windshield of earth. Dude, that is so scary. Now, to be true, to be true, though, though there, it, it is. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think so, because there is a difference between the core stopping and then, like, the Earth stopping. Right? Well, how I always interpreted the Earth was you got the core, then you got the midsection, the plate action on top, uh, and everything. You got, like, the mantle and then the crust. It's kind of like this gyrosphere of moving parts, right? And you know uh, what I mean? They're all kind uh, of flying around in there yeah i guess yeah if everything just stopped or and maybe this is more true uh and i actually am starting to prefer this because of how frightening the scenario is uh (laughs) the stoppage of earth but (laughs) i'd rather the hollow earth theory be real i don't know if you're familiar with hollow earth but (laughs) according to legend bird flew this guy admiral bird flew over the poles and both poles and discovered the hollow earth and his crew at one point i think was attacked or there was there was a moment where after World War II, we had an altercation with spacecraft down there, uh, and they were able to go in and out of the Earth, out of, this, uh, out of our, you know, the poles, where instead of poles, we've been lied to, there's actually entryways into the caverns of inner Earth where the high elites of the planet truly live. Hollow Earth. I'm going to give it less than Flat Moon. Wow. I love it. Dude, Flat yeah. Moon. My, I think it's my best theory ever, dude. I'm not gonna... <laughs> oh, it is. This is less than Flat Moon. Less than Flat Moon. Less, li- less likely. <laughs> and uh, my favorite part about all of this is <clears throat> talking Beyonce led us to, what if the Earth just stopped moving we all died? <laughs> It was a more comforting thought than you winning 32 awards for being the best singer. The fuck? Like, you be, you have more awards than Aretha Franklin? I can't believe this for a second. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? Or Barbara Streisand? She was the darling of these award shows for decades, man. How did Beyonce get more awards than these people? Yeah, you beat her? You beat all those women? It's pretty, right. not just women, just all people. The dude she surpassed is some, like, I think he's dead even. They had to talk to the daughter of the guy, some old composer who, who had the original number, like 31 or whatever. And she was like, oh, he, and he be- won in all the categories you never hear about. <laughs> exactly. For, for yeah. music, <laughs> for like composition. <laughs> like- yeah, 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 like nobody, what? Never heard of it. Yeah, they did it during the commercial break. <laughs> Oh, man. So <clears throat> Grammys were uh, quite the hit. I had a great time watching it, and I'm sure you saw this, and I assume the Daily Wire crew and everyone lost their minds the last day or so about the, s- they talked about. the Sam Smith uh, situation where he... The satanic! It's a satanic okay. ritual! So here's They're the thing. idolizing Satan now. Okay, I knew everyone was going to lose their mind in the, in the right over this and they were going to dedicate all these shows to it because it's great filler but I watched it actually what was more disturbing 
was Madonna's introduction to it. She freaked me out, dude. There's she well, she's like a freaky person. Very freaky, and she said some comments that were. She's trying to be like sexy, but she's like eighty. And like, yeah, you're too old, you know, and the crowd didn't really react how she wanted it. And then I saw a bunch of stuff, you know, the next day, how people were ageist in their reactions. But dude, she was dressed as like a dominatrix or something with like a whip thing. And I don't want to see grandma dressed like that. Nobody does. Nobody does. I was thinking that the other day about uh, Jennifer Aniston, too. I was like, okay, you know what? You're still kind of pulling it off. I'd say you're still pulling it off, but like, <laughs> at what age are you just gonna be like, all right, I'm, 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 I'm an old lady, you know? You know, you can still dress a certain way, but the dominatrix thing is super off-putting, and so she introed the Sam Smith thing and was like, oh, I hope you're ready. This is gonna be so controversial, and I, I was like, dying of laughter because they wanted it to be. You know, uh, just so demonic looking and crazy. And it looked very silly. And Sam Smith looked like he looked like a giant fat dude in a kid's uh, devil costume, to be totally honest. Like, it looked really dumb. And I didn't even see it. I just heard everybody talking about it. Oh, I knew they were going to talk about it. And I wanted to check it out. I wanted to be like, what what is everyone to lose their minds over? And it was nothing. It really looked very silly. Um, I would have been, you know, embarrassed with myself if I did anything like that on a stage with TV cameras and they made a big deal about it because the person who won the award with Sam Smith for the song is the first transgender to win a Grammy. God, that I do. And so they had to make controversy. They had to do something to make people talk about it. Because honestly, I really thought about it. If they didn't do the whole devil thing and just kind of, you know what I mean? Just put on a good show. How is he the first transgender to, dude, half of the artists in the 80s, I couldn't tell you what they were. (laughs) I know. Does anyone remember David Bowie? (laughs) Prince? Yeah, David Bowie, dude. I still have no idea what gender David Bowie is. No idea. No um, idea. <laughs> Very confusing, man. Hey, the '80s confusing times. I can only imagine. But it was it was very uh, the Grammys funny stuff. I had a great time watching it, and I love the fact that they tried to do all this controversy or do this stuff to shock people. And Mike, not shocking, not interesting. Actually, you could call me no, Ted Cruz on this care. one. Yeah, dude, just not interested. Not impressed. Not impressed, dude. I'm literally, I wasn't impressed. It was lame. Mm. It was fucking lame. Like, are you dressed up? Sounded lame. Dressed up in a devil's costume with a bunch of flames and some red lighting. Uh, Cool, man. I mean, are you trying to scare my mom in 1984? Like, what's going on here? It's just really lame, and I don't know. We did the the devil worship thing. Just seems (laughs) just. That's that's old. Thank like, you. Okay, I'm not scared of devil worshippers. The original like, devil that's... worshiping dude, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, he's retired. Like uh, we could retire. Uh, oh, good cause. Let's retire good the devil worshiping shtick. It's not shocking. It's kind of boring and lame. And you look like assholes doing it. Really. <laughs> it's retired. Let's retire yeah. it. It's it's done. So. 
And I find it funny that Matt Walsh and, and company probably... You think we're just, scared of the devil? You should see who's reading bedtime stories to our kids. <laughs> no, there's just more frightening shit right in front of our faces here on Earth. <laughs> yeah, dude, those drag queens are way, way scarier than that costume you're wearing there, buddy. Well, the play on it all was his dancers. They were all uh, bearded dudes dressed in drag, which added to the comedy. I can't stress this enough. If you rock the full beard with the lady outfit... You're going to make me laugh. I'm going to laugh at this. You're a joke, dude. (laughs) I just feel bad for you. I'm sorry, but the lipstick with the beard, very funny. There's a lot of comedy there. It's a funny look. It's a very funny look. I can't help myself. Dude, have you watched The Last of Us? No, no, I'm still out of the loop. I was Don't gonna... watch it. Don't watch it. Unwatchable. Oh, Unwatchable. No! I thought it was the greatest <laughs> show ever. I thought it was the greatest. I'm two episodes, I was two episodes in. I was like, this is the great. I was like, this show is. Get this, out. Oh, oh, God. Get out of town. I was like, dude, HBO, man, you fucking nailed it. This is amazing. One of the best post-apocalyptic things ever. It had that. It's got that uh, Mexican dude from Narcos, Pedro Pascal. He's also the Mandalorian, I believe. Oh, he's the fucking. Oh, he's so good. He's a great and actor. Then, uh, then the dude who plays. Um, got what? Well, you got what? his buddy in it. I saw the first episode actually. Oh man, yeah, yeah. it's got this together. It's so good, man. It was a great, great show. And then you know what they did in the third episode? I can't wait. They made Ron Swanson gay. Oh my god! Why do you? Why is he gay in the post-apocalyptic world? Why Ron Swanson? Do you know why? Because because everything now. So Ron Swanson is the model archetype for manliness in the early two thousands. Right? He literally embodies yes. all manly things. So modern culture now must destroy all things that are manliness, chauvinistic, you know, anything that entails uh, masculinity. Well, we're going to gayify it, or you know what I mean? We're going to LGBTQ, BLT sandwich this sucker to, until you can never remember this character uh, again. Oh, they BLT'd it up, dude. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe what they did to Ron Swanson. It's okay, I'm just going to spoil it for you, dude. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like, dude, you see him, you're like, holy shit, Ron Swanson? It's amazing, he's got the beard. You can tell, he's like, He's like an off-grid kind of guy. Dude, he pretty much like quarantines his town because he's been preparing for this his whole life. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Barbed wire fence, everything. He's got traps set up, right? And then some <laughs> falls into the trap. <laughs> and he falls in love with the guy. Wow. And they just have this fucking love fest. And they like, they're like, they, dude, they, they, have, this, they have sex scenes. They do this like marriage thing. Wow, they're like, really? They're like husbands, and then they die together in each other's arms. Spoiler alert! Damn. Okay, I didn't see. Oh, uh, I didn't spoil part. it. They spoiled it. The minute you made Ron Swanson, uh, you know, uh, some <laughs> some gay doomsday prepper. Dude, of course, of course, dude. Of course, man. Dude, the gay scene is so gay. Ron Swanson's like sits down and plays the piano, and the guy's like he sings like this love song. Beautiful, he's like, very this? romantic. He's like, 
He's like, who's the lady? And Ron Swanson's, there is no lady. Oh, hey! Oh, and then they know. I'm like, dude, this is fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, it was so yeah. bad. Wow. So it's a Brokeback Mountain with zombies. And then, my point is, dude, they just brought this gay character, these two gay characters in in this one episode, and then they died in that, like, they're done. That's it for that, those characters. They're gone now. Fourth episode, they're, like, you don't even hear about them again. But you gotta so show the gay sex really somehow. One episode. <laughs> gotta have the gay se- you gotta have the gay sex, man. You know, you gotta shoehorn it in one way or another. <laughs> Dude, it, just, it, it doesn't even—it doesn't even make sense. I didn't—I wasn't expecting. It didn't make sense. It didn't even fit. Like this, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. <sighs> it seems out of place, and I know exactly what you mean. Emma watches this show, Gossip Girl, and. <laughs> It is yeah, Emma watches it. Man, I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder about you. Well, if our viewers haven't caught on, there is no Emma. I am Emma. I just use myself uh, whenever I'm embarrassed. <laughs> are, you going about my, wa- yeah. are you going Ron Swanson? That's on me? right. Yeah. Oh, whenever man. I'm embarrassed about my own stories, I just put Emma's name in, in for my name, and uh, <laughs> we roll forward. She watches the show Gossip Girl, and it's atrocious, dude. It's it's lowest of the low. Um, you know bingeable stuff on Netflix or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's been on for a long time. There's this uh, storyline, million storylines, million characters, impossible to keep up with. The show's been going on forever, and they just go all over the place with everything. But there's this one gay couple plot line in it, and they're like an old married gay couple, but then the one man starts to go uh, transition to female. And that becomes like, it's like a whole part of their relationship. It's the whole thing. I turned to Emma. I'm oh, like, now you can't. <laughs> I said, so now you can't be with him because now it's. <laughs> oh, it's a huge thing, right? Gay. But I turned to him. I'm like, I'm like, uh, they can't even just have a gay couple. Like now it's just, you can't even settle for gay now. No, there's a gay trans couple now. You know, like it, you can't even do the gay <laughs> thing because, because modern family normalized gay men. Because a gay man couple on modern family became t- so commonplace for all of America that it's too normal now. We got we to gotta freak you out, square man. So now, no, it's not a gay yeah. couple. The guys are trans now, and he's, he's a chick. And they're angry because, because the, str- the, the uh, square... And we're going to show yeah. the dick. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and we're going to show the pussy post out. I'm just like, dude, why... Does every scenario must go this route and everything in Hollywood now, everything is checking off every fucking box and it's nauseating. Like, how does anyone keep up? And I bring it up to Emma and she's laughing. She thinks it's hilarious because it's true. It's like you guys obviously had to check off these stupid boxes for this scenario. And oh it's, my God. it's so out of place and it seems so dumb and it's it's like... What are holy shit, dude? I think you're right. They did the Ron Swanson episode so that they could win an award. Yes, we got our gay. We got our gay no, episode. A, I'm now saying leave us you, alone. You ha- they did it yes. the third episode. They no. sucked you in for two. They knew you would come back for the fourth. You need and to. They, they do knew it. it was literally like the fourth episode. They just <laughs> roll right back to like the show. It was. Dude, you're I'm like, t- yeah, oh what? 
I'm not. Frank, I'm not being crazy. I'm just telling it. you. You have to check the boxes, then you get the recognition. That's the only way oh, now. Wow. So that's why I every show just kind of puts in that one. That's why Doctor Strange just crammed this little tiny Lesbo scene in the middle of this fucking spectacular to win the award. Multiverse money. They gotta get consideration for something, but you can't if you don't check off the boxes. So all right, Doctor Strange is like, fuck, fine. We'll make the the random Lesbo couple for five seconds. You know, like, and that's why you're watching it. You're like, does this just mean that? Did they just ham fist that fucking lesbian scene in there? You know, like, no, they did. They did ham fist that. If there's one thing lesbians are good at, it's fisting. So. <laughs> that's right. Well, I used ham fist for a reason there, Mike. Nice catch, my friend. <laughs> But that's why, dude. You say ham fist because I'm fucking hungry. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's fucked up now. But yeah, every show, in order to get in, to get the consideration or to get greenlit for the next season, well, we got to make, oh, okay. You didn't check off the transy, uh, the tranny box here. Oh, all right. We'll make uh, so and so a tranny. All right, good. (laughs) You guys are good. Let's do it. It's so, it's so retarded and lame. And that's why. Entertainment sucks so bad right now because we are in year four-ish of checking off the fucking boxes in order to just make it viewable. At least it's just one episode now. We're down to one episode. It used to be the whole thing. Well, that's I find it fascinating that you're like, yeah, they just like show this gay scene for, you know, half an episode and then they kill off the couple. That means they just had to do it and now they can carry on with the story they intended. See what you did, Hollywood? You fucking you assholes. Now that you, know, <laughs> you, you know how they got like those uh, OSHA inspectors that come around? Yes. Check your scaffolding and everything. You think they got uh, LGBTQ inspectors that go around to Hollywood? Oh, like, it's listen, a- I'm gonna need to see. I'm gonna need to see some gays in this episode. I imagine it's a tiny lady fellow with blue hair, and uh, they <laughs> enter the room, and it's kind of like if anyone's worked in a kitchen, and the food <laughs> inspector comes in, quickly you take all the ice baths, and you put them into the walk-in cooler, and you know, you yeah. hide all the meat that's been sitting out for a little too long, you know, tidy up real quick, you change out all the hand sanitizer buckets, and so, yeah, I think they do the same thing. Even, I bet you some of these things, like, they have just gays on the side, and then the inspector comes in, and they just, like, take the real guy out, like, the real boom mic guy and then they just bring in their uh lgbtl sandwich guy uh to just you know to cover for like 10 minutes (laughs) blts you're in (laughs) can we get the blt team blt team please (laughs) thank you sandwich crew sandwich crew thank you (laughs) that's beautiful that's retarded i think we've uh nailed though the reason why they gave you such a poor episode three over there yeah. in Last of Us. I, I would. Ch- I'm gonna check it out still. I'll maybe. No, you um, should because now you changed my mind. Because now that you said that, I actually think you know what they're they're gonna put on a great season and they're gonna win an award for that one stupid episode. So maybe not for the episode, but they get the consideration for the episode. Uh, all those. F- in Hollywood is going to be the only episode they show. <laughs> That's the problem, dude. No, it's the pro- it is the problem. It's just <laughs> like 60% of the people in Hollywood are part of the LGBTQ community. So that's why they think it's such a big deal that needs to be pushed. Sure. And again, back to Emma's shows that she loves, which I critique so very often uh while she watches them. Uh it's obvious that these writers 
are writing things that they know about, and therefore all subject matter revolves around the BLT sandwich community. And it's just <laughs> absolutely void of creativity or anything interesting or fun anymore. We're not getting a new version or something like Back to the Future or Indiana Jones. That's just not going to happen now. No, because we let the we let the uh, the patients take over the asylum. Like we used to realize, like our actors were crazy. Yes, <laughs> like our artists were just a little crazy. Oh, that's Tom you Cruise know? jumping but, up on they, Oprah's couch. Yeah, that's what he does. It's Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah, nice. Come on, who loves Mission Impossible? You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, he does good. You just need a guy that can direct that. You know, that energy, and it's a good movie. So. <laughs> But why did we start listening to him on, like, his ideas of, like, foreign policy, you know? Entertainment's in a funky spot, and also we have the government involved nowadays. They know how to manipulate well, we people. Mer- we merged Hollywood and D.C. is the problem. Yes, absolutely. It's hard to pinpoint when exactly it happened. It was probably a slow thing, but for sure got expedited during the pandemic. When you have the president... <laughs> paying influencers millions of dollars to do an ad for a shot made by a private company. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the absurdity of this whole thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you're right, man. The, the corporations, the politics, they're all mixed into it. And hey, look, the Sam Smith, uh, you know, devil worshiping uh, skit that he put on at the Grammys they immediately, right after, went to commercial, and I'll, this was floating around all over uh, the social spheres, but uh, it was brought to you by Pfizer, man. Did you see that? Brought to you by Pfizer. Brought to you by Pfizer. So, yeah, it's in your face. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, Sam Smith uh, loves the devil. Good for him. Uh, he seems like a happy fella. And, the guy uh, just loves anything that starts with a D, you know what I mean? Oh, hey, oh, yeah. That was That's right. 900 conservative podcasts talked about it. Not one of them came up with that. <laughs> That's what you get at the dude, man. <laughs> That's right, my man. And with that, we are at that magical point in time. It is the fastest oh, hour in the universe. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it, Frank. It's quite true. I don't control the time. I wish I could. Uh, well, you control everything else. Tectonic shifts. That's right. Earthquakes. <laughs> weather. And it's very true. I do take credit for the uh, flood in Boulder, the 100-year flood that happened uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> I did not shower for three days leading up to it. God punished you. And then... Uh, uh, It rained for three days. So uh, that was my (laughs) fault. People, I'm sorry.